seen you guys after last week's like non-stop shows non-stop shows all over the place guys welcome to the melanated way i'm your host linda antwi uh we're gonna do some housekeeping this week's gonna be a little bit busy uh i'm finding out that you know los angeles is trying to uh open up so all this virtual stuff they want us to do in real life now so Let's do the housekeeping stuff. Then I'm gonna explain a little bit of the schedule changes. Shout out to the live chat, um, housekeeping. Okay, support the show. Support the show, please, support the show. Bottom of your screen, you can see where uh, you can support if you are not a Patreon subscriber already. Um, your support makes the show grow and grow and grow. And uh, wherever you're watching, if you could hit that thumbs up, that like, that like, that subscribe, that helps too. Um, but I do want to shout out Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Sandra, Carol, Trina, Danielle, Rebecca, Marianne, Nia, Raydella, Linda, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Amanda, Julissa, Donover, Anchor FM, Chandra, Judy, and Beth. Without you guys, the show wouldn't be possible. Um, what else did I want to say about that? Uh, yeah, I love you guys. We were having a great time. If you missed the block party, you guys, we had a great time. We stayed on for hours and we had a few surprise guests and some guests that weren't able to make it uh, sent videos and others messaged us. So we're looking forward to another great year of the Melanated Way. Um, today we're doing Love in Paradise, season one, episode two, Sex on the Beach. And later on tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we will be covering Happily Ever After. I have a lot to say about that. I, I just, I need a minute and I'm probably gonna need a cocktail for all the nonsense. Um, tomorrow's show, we normally do Love After Lockup at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tomorrow's show is gonna be at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because I have a press screening at 5 p.m. So I'm gonna have to change the schedule a little bit uh, as uh, fall, as fall shows come, you guys know that I'm an entertainment reporter. So as we whisk in the fall shows, I have to cover the previews. And so uh, since we're opening up, it's not all online now. We got to actually go back and, you know, do our job. So um, tomorrow's show, Love After Lockup, will be at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then after the screening, I'll be back 8 p.m. doing Darcy and Stacy. So go ahead and lock those times in, you guys. Uh, love in Paradise. I love the new show. I love that it's only four couples. It makes it really like we can get deep into the couples and I don't need like all the extra, 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 read all about it. I don't need all of that. And so I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for the couples. Now, here's what I want to say. This is my disclaimer. Those couples are not going to last. The only couple that I see, and this is my prediction. Okay. I don't, I don't have any inside scoop on, on these players yet. But the only couple that I see, like even like a little sneak of hope is Mark and Key. And the only way they're gonna work is if Key decides that she actually wants to be in a relationship and that she wants to move to America. But besides that, none of these couples. So let's talk about Ariana. We remember Ariana is the 25 year old that decided that she was gonna be in a relationship with uh, Sherlon, who's like 33. 
and she met him like two days before she was leaving Jamaica and decided that she was gonna have unprotected sex and now she's surprised that she's pregnant. I mean, she should be, really, she should be surprised that that's the only thing that happened to her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so <laughs> she's decided that she's gonna go back and it's travel day for her and she's leaving back for Jamaica and she really wants her boyfriend who is her vacay bay, by the way. And y'all know how I feel about vacay bays. Like, I don't know how you're trying to wife up, husband up, partner up, whatever you want to call it, your vacay bay. They have their whole freaking life there. And he, he, in no shape, way, or form, thought he was ever going to see you again. Not ever, not ever, ever. But here you are, pregnant, because y'all had unprotected sex, and now you want him to uproot his life. And not only you, you want him to uproot his life, and you met him one time, on a two-week vacation, and you guys spent two days together, 48 hours. But you're going to bring your sister and your mama and your mama's brother. No, I'm just joking. You're going to bring your sister, your two sisters, and your mom to meet your baby daddy, who you barely know. Okay, but that sounds like a great idea. So you haven't seen him or she hasn't seen him in six months, and she wants to make sure that she can go down there in this trip with her family to convince them to move to the US so that they can be one big happy family. Now, wait, what? Cause technically, yeah, I get it. You guys are dating now, but you've, you've been together for two days and then now six months apart and now you're coming back together. So you, you don't know each other and y'all know how I feel. Like you can have an online relationship and you can FaceTime all day, but if you don't actually spend real time with that person in real life, that is not a relationship. I don't, no one is ever going to convince me otherwise. Because you could be whoever you want online. Okay? Sherlon was not trying to be no one's baby daddy. He was trying to hit it and quit it. And now they're all holding on. And not only holding on, they're bringing the squad. We're bringing the squad to meet him. So um, her mom, two sisters joining her on the trip. So we've got Andy and Alex. And I can't even remember the mom's name. And, you know... It's only episode two, but mom has high expectations, which they should have, right? But mom's doing the most for me personally. Like, mom's doing the most. Like, you want to be mad at Sherlon, mom? You want to be mad at Sherlon, uh, Andy, and Alex? I was going to say Becky, but that's super rude of me. Uh, you might want to talk to your daughter and your sister because they did the same thing, right? They both had unprotected sex only one of them get pregnant, so she got pregnant. So if you wanna be mad at Sherlon, y'all need to turn around and, and talk to, you know, your 25 year old sister who's like, okay. Anyhow. Hey Annie, hey girl, hey. I can't with Master of Blackjack. I cannot with y'all in the live chat. <clears throat> so, Mom's nervous to meet him and sisters are ready to grill him when they get there. And, you know, Sherlon's working, so he can't pick them up from the airport. Now, I need to know if any of you guys in the live chat or any of you guys watching the replay, if you guys ever have been to Jamaica, okay? Have you ever been to Jamaica? Anyone? Okay. When you go to Jamaica, you land at the airport and you all you feel like you're on vacation, right? No one's coming to pick you up at the airport because they have shuttles for all the resorts. Cause you know, resort Jamaica 
and like real life Jamaica are completely two different things. So if you're a tourist, there's absolutely a shuttle that's gonna take you to whatever resort you've chosen to stay at. So I personally thought it was ridiculous of them to expect Sherlon, who probably doesn't have a car, to come pick them up, to drop them off at the hotel or resort that they're staying at. That's ridiculous because all the shuttles are waiting there. Not only are they waiting there, they've got like 20, 30 guys that are there ready to like get your bag, shuttle you to where you gotta go. As soon as you get off the shuttle, they're greeting you. It's like you're in Hawaii, you don't get the lays, but you get drinks. Drinks are on trays and ready to go. That's what happens. So for her to have an attitude that he can't come and pick them up, was it was outrageous. That whole, that whole airport, Jamaica doesn't work like that. Unless you're going there, like you're from there or your partner is from there and you're gonna go meet family and stay at your family's house, unnecessary. They have it on lock because it's a tour. It's all tourists that come there. All tourists that are going to go to the resorts that are going to see a different side of Jamaica than the people that actually live there. So no one's picking up no one. They that and your shuttle is free. So just calm down, get in your shuttle, chill out, and it's all good. You're on vacay. So Sherlock's working. Can't pick them up, and um, they get to their resort. They're really hoping to see him, but because of COVID, there's a 7 p.m. curfew in Jamaica. So they're thinking that they'll have to see them to him tomorrow. But they go down to the beach anyways. Right, and, and they don't want you to see the other side of Jamaica. That's true, because listen, when you see it, you're shocked. My first time in Jamaica, yes, I stayed at a resort. I did the whole inclusive thing, and I absolutely highly recommend it. I will be back as soon as the world properly opens up. Um, but like going horseback riding or ATVing and then you see the little kids on the side and you're like, there's a ton of them and you're like, wait, what's happening here? And and like the shanty towns and all of that, it blows your mind because meanwhile you're on the resort and you've got like 500 pools, you've got unlimited food and drink, everyone's so chill and like no worries, all that. That's the only thing you really see. But when you actually see like the real Jamaica, you're, you're it's like shocking to you. It's shocking to you. Um, Master of Black Jet says, I heard Jamaica was legit dangerous, but the person that told me that is wimpy. The person that told you that is an idiot. I think anywhere you go that you don't live and you're a tourist, there's obviously chance for danger, but Jamaica is not any different than anywhere else. If you're gonna go to Brazil, there's anywhere. You're gonna go to New York City, you can get purse snatched. Anywhere you go, there's danger. You just have to be smart and not stupid. That's it. So anyways, curfew, 7 p.m. They walk down to the beach and she calls him and they see that his boat is like down the way by the beach. So he must be at the beach. And that boat, if you guys don't recall, that's his dad's boat's business, like the tourist business thing. So uh, he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll walk down there and say hello. So he walks down and it was awkward, you guys. And this is how I know that these two, it ain't it. It ain't it. They do this awkward hug thing. Then he feels the baby and she's like, oh, you look good. And you know, he does look good because he's living the life on, he's living the life. Jamaica, something about the air just makes your skin glow. He's tall, he's like chocolate, he's fit. He looks good. 
And then she gets all insecure and she's like, oh, I look fat. And then it was crickets. So this is the one thing that Sherlin didn't do to her face. He was just like looking at her and he wanted to feel, feel her belly. That's it. He didn't say, oh no, you don't look fat. And, oh, by the way, you're pregnant. So like calm down. He just looked at her. But then to camera, he said that he's excited to see her and that she's bigger in all the right places and that she's a cute pregnant girl, right? So he's taking it with stride. And I personally think that he's like trying to stand up and do the right thing, considering this was supposed to be a hookup and not his baby mama, right? And he doesn't even know her. And now she's come not only with his child in her belly, but with her family that he doesn't even know her. Now he's got to meet all these people. Yes, it was awkward. Dominique was awkward. Uh, Crystal says, I have a friend who lives in Jamaica who does ganja tours. That's a thing. That is a thing. For real, for real. So um, he's excited to see her, thinks that she looks cute pregnant. And then the mom's there. Now the mom, is, we find out, is a bit emotional. And the mom is a bit much for me personally. And if you guys think that some of the 90-day moms are overbearing like we have the debbies out there and the bettys out there i feel like this mom has the potential to be that like the overbearing like mother-in-law even though that's not even his mother-in-law that's just your baby mama's mom so she starts crying y'all she starts crying she tries like gives him a hug she's like tells him that you know i'll kick your ass if you're not a good dad how about if I'm not a good person? You don't you don't even know me for five seconds and you're already threatening me. And then meanwhile, friggin' Becky in the back, I want to punch her in her face. The sister Alex says, um, is this your first child or do you have more kids with other terrests? Again, don't be mad at Sherlon because Sherlon's living his best life. Be mad at Ariana who after two days of knowing someone decided that she was going to pull down her pants and have unprotected sex. Okay. So if you want to know if there's any babies running around, maybe turn around and look at Ariana and be like, Hey, guess what? You're pregnant. Guess what? Because you decided that it was a good idea that as soon as you meet someone that you're just going to hit it and quit it. So let's not have an attitude with Sherlon. Like Sherlon's not a single man in Jamaica where he has the luxury of meeting beautiful women every day in and out. And because he's single, he can do whatever he wants to do. Now, was it right for him to not protect himself? Absolutely not. But what you're not about to do is make him be the villain in this story because it takes two to tango and the two of them were nonsense as far as I'm concerned. Okay? Okay. Moving on. So uh, <laughs> it's the next day. They're spending their first full day on his boat. They're going to be snorkeling. He's really get, kind of like giving the grand tour. He wants to show them a really good time and kind of show him what he does there in Jamaica. And like he's proud of his dad's boats and the tourist industry that he's in, as well as they know that he works at this nudist slash swinger resort. And so the sisters have a lot of, you know, they want to talk about that now. Ariana's in her feelings, and I get it. She's pregnant. Her body's not the same. She, hormones are raging. All of that stuff, I totally get it. But she's feeling insecure, right? Because when she met him, 
She had just lost like a hundred pounds. She was like in the best shape of her life. She was feeling herself. She was feeling beautiful, all of this stuff. And now she's pregnant and baby's due in three months and she's not feeling it. And she feels like terrible. She doesn't feel beautiful and she's feeling insecure because of it. And because she's feeling insecure, she's now projecting those insecurities onto Sherlon, right? So now she's annoyed that he's talking about the swingers re resort. She's annoyed that they're nudist there. She's annoyed that he works there and probably women are, you know, throwing themselves at him, even though she knows that they're not supposed to commingle with the guests, right? And even though we know that he said that he's done it a bazillion times, but his circumstances have changed, you guys. They've changed in that. Now he's got this woman that's having his baby. So yeah, he even said himself, like, you know, he's he's fighting the temptation to do the right thing. But I already see y'all that this is gonna be an issue because she's feeling insecure about herself. But I'll tell you what, it's not just about you are having a baby and you feel fat and you don't feel beautiful and all that stuff. You know what it is, Ariana? It's because you don't know him. You've met him for two days and now you've decided that he needs to move to America. And let me tell you this right now. Sherlin is not moving to America. He's not leaving his father's business, which is his father's legacy, to come live in America with no job and for you having to support him until he would have to get his green card. He's not doing it. Plus, he doesn't even know you. So like, what's the incentive? And your biggest deal is you don't want to be a single mom. Okay, well, you know what? You shouldn't have had sex, unprotected sex so that you got pregnant. How about that? And single mom is not the, the worst thing in the world. Okay? You have a healthy, happy baby. Looks like you have a, a great family support system, so you'll be all right if Sherlon indeed decides to stay in Jamaica. And then you know what? Your kid can come during the summer times and, and have summers in Jamaica. You can make that work. But forcing a nuclear family on this guy, listen, nope, no, no. <sighs> Anyhow, Crystal says, Sherlyn ain't leaving Jamaica. Who would? An endless WAP at the Swingers Resort? Come on, facts. Those are just facts. We are saying the right thing and the true thing and the real thing, so. And she's 25, you guys. She's going to be a different person by the time she's 35. And, like, it's just a mess. I just really wish she would have been a little bit more mature and made some different decisions. But you know what? It's all a blessing. She just needs to not have unrealistic expectations on what's happening in this quote-unquote relationship. Master of Blackjack, you know what? I don't want to fight with you right now. It's definitely not on Sherlon. It definitely takes two to tango. They both decided that they were having unprotected sex, like I keep saying. So I don't know how y'all feel it's Sherlock's fault. It's both of their fault. They both did the tango. They both did the deed. She got pregnant. She had choices, but she decided that she was having this baby. She can now then not expect this guy who doesn't know her from Adam to pick up his life, like maybe he will. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe he'll pick up his life, leave his dad's business, come over, live at the house, that she, cause they're all gonna have to live at her mama's house cause she lives with her mama. And then the mama can support all of them and their baby. That sounds like a really great idea. So, 
So there's that. On to Barbados, where we have Martine and Steven. <laughs> Martine. Martine's becoming my favorite just because she really is saying what she needs and she's communicating and she's saying, okay, listen, we've been doing this thing for too long. I'm going to need some assurities. <laughs> Stevie says, I'm with you, Linda. Like Rob Bass, it takes two. It takes, wait. It takes two to make things go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. Yeah, that's that's the song. There it is. It takes two. All right. So Martine's mad because she feels like there are bitches everywhere. Her words, not mine. And um, she's feeling a little bit insecure herself. Again, we got the insecurities creeping up on these long distance love relationships. And, um, you know, she's insecure because they're long distance. They're in this relationship that's always been a vacation. And he's a DJ. So women throw themselves at him all the time. And he's cheated on her before. So she's, you know, it's warranted in a little, in a way, right? Because you don't, you think you're in this relationship, but really it's just vacay mode. Every time you come to this, this, uh, country, every time you come to the Barbados, you hook up with the same guy. So like, if you want to call it a relationship, you can, but really he's just vacay. He's your regular vacay bay, right? And then when you're home, yeah, you guys like chit chat and you do all that. But at the end of the day, you don't really know what he's doing and he doesn't really know what you're doing. So she's mad that she feels like all the women are throwing themselves at him and uh, he feels like it's okay because he like he has, that's his job. And he has to be a little bit entertaining to them. And she feels like he entertains them too much, which, you know, he cheated. So there's that. Um, so she wants him to kind of step up. She wants him to win her trust back. And, you know, they just want, she wants more. She wants more, but she's super attracted to him. Okay, and you can see their chemistry. She's super attracted to him, so she can't stay mad at him for too long. And even though her mind is telling her, listen, you need to make some rational decisions, her other mind is saying, nah, <laughs> I'm on vacation and it's been a minute, so let me go ahead and hit that. So they have this whole, they get their bathing suits on, they have this bathtub, like bump and grind, kissy, kissy thing, lovey, lovey thing. They're in total vacay mode, popping bottles. Um, and you know, the question in the back of the, her mind is, is it gonna be this amazing in real life when you're on vacation? And I'm gonna tell you that, yeah, it can be sometimes, but this is not how you're gonna live every single day in real life. In real life, you have rents to pay, mortgages to pay, bills to pay jobs to go to, responsibilities to be had. So this right here, is it gonna be like this every day in real life? No, no. And Martine, you're 26, you should know better. Closer to 30 than to 20. So for you to have to ask that question is kind of ridiculous to me, okay? Okay. Krista said bathing suits in the bathtub though. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they were, cause they have like two pools out on their patio. I thought they were gonna do all that, but I think that was for our benefit because they probably wanted to be naked, but you know, then the cameramen and the producers are there. So they're like, 
we can't. Um, Lori says, I just don't understand why some women will keep pursuing a man that's just not into them. Lori, I'm going to keep that that question for love after lockup tomorrow because listen, this this woman is y'all love after lockup. I just I, I I'm stuck. I'm stuck on it. I I have to keep rewatching it because I keep seeing new and crazier things. But you know what, Lori, I have the answer to that. And I'm gonna talk about it tomorrow. All right, so they have this beautiful bathtub bump and grind. It's the next day and uh, they are having lunch on a beautiful patio with amazing views, mimosas, and she wants to have the talk. And she wants to talk about where they are in their relationship, how when they first met, you know, it was a, an escape because she was living in upstate New York. And so coming to the Barbados, she was escaping the crazy cold weather. But now that she lives in Miami, she doesn't really need the escape because Miami has amazing weather. So she's good. So she wants to know really, it's been three years. She's grown up in those last three years. She really wants to be with him, but she needs this relationship to be more. And by more, she means she wants a committed relationship. She doesn't want to be long distance anymore. Either she moves there or he moves to where she is, but some, there's gotta be a move. Now, here's the thing that was crazy to me, okay? It was crazy. She wants to find a way to not be long distance anymore. And she kind of wants to bridge the gap, her words, between them. And then he's like, well, how would I have known that you wanted to do that? You've never communicated that to me. Um, Steven, you have been in this relationship for three years. Like, what, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think that for the next three years, the next 10 years, y'all were just going to every year vacation together and become just vacation bays? I mean, like, what are you talking about? You didn't realize that this is what she wanted. It's been three years. She thinks you're in a long distance relationship. The problem is, the problem, Steven, is that you don't take her seriously. You think she's your good time. She's your tourist that comes in, you have a good time with her, and then she leaves. And you can be whoever you want, because guess what? You don't take her to your home. Yes, she's met your daughter, but it's been all in party mode. And you even said it yourself. She, when she comes in, she's an escape from your real life, real life responsibilities. However, guess what? Martina's looking at you like you're her man. And so now she wants her man to put a ring on her finger and you're looking at her sideways like what? And not only are you looking at her sideways like what? You, you think she has trust issues, Steven, okay? Let's talk about why Martina's trust issues. Perhaps does she have trust issues because you cheated on her? Stop it. Just stop it. Just please stop it. Stop it with the nonsense. So he starts making excuses. He says it's not easy to just leave his life. It's very selfish of her to ask him that. And what about his daughter? He's not leaving his daughter. He also doesn't like the fact that he feels like she's giving an ultimatum. An ultimatum, she's just saying, listen, I'm, I, I love you and I want to be with you. And I don't want to do long distance anymore. So like, let's make some decisions to be together. 
that to me does not sound like an ultimatum. It sounds like you're trying to plan your future. It's only an ultimatum if you're not taking this girl seriously. It's only an ultimatum if you never actually looked at her as a long-term bae, but a vacay bae. Then it's an ultimatum because you're like, ooh, do I stick it out with her and continue to have great vacation times and parties and sex? Or do I have to let her go because she wants more? Then, then it becomes an ultimatum. But if that's your woman that you're in a long distance relationship with, that you wanna be with and spend the rest of your life with, then obviously at some point someone's gonna to have to move. And so that shouldn't be surprising to you. That shouldn't have taken you off guard after three years, just saying. So um, Martine says she's willing to move, but she, and she'll move to Barbados to be with him, but she wants to make sure that he's serious about her and that this is gonna be a thing. And if it's not gonna be a thing, she's not gonna uproot her life to be with him. And then she starts, guys, listen, she starts talking about the future. So she wants to get married. She wants to have kids. He's like, nah, he doesn't want any more kids. And I'm, I'm peeping a little bit in the, in the preview that I saw, but this right here, this, okay, good times. You can see they have chemistry but they're not on the same page when it comes to what this relationship is. And someone needs to be honest to someone immediately, if not sooner. Um, so she said something that I absolutely agree with. She said that she's always grown up believing that if a man wants to be with you, if a man wants you and wants to be with you, he will make it very clear to you. I agree with that. And I agree the other way. If someone wants to be with you, they're gonna be with you, okay? There might be some bumps in the road, you know, getting to know each other process, but if that person actually wants to be with you, they're gonna, they're gonna be with you. If they don't wanna be with you, then they're not gonna make time. That's why people get ghosted. That's why people don't text back. That's why like you think someone likes you, but then they've got like four or five other people on the side because they're just like feeling out who they like the most, you know? It's true what she's saying. If someone wants to be with you, they will be with you. That's it. Juliet says, so far, our first two couples don't have a chance. Yeah. So Ariana, there, there's just no way. I don't believe it. Martine and Steven, uh, unless Steven is going to actually treat this like a real relationship, then there's no way. And I don't see him looking at her like, this is my woman. This is his escape woman. I'm escaping my responsibilities in my life. Because you guys, this is another thing I want to tell you. If your person, whoever you are, are hanging out with, spending time with, refuses to take you to their place, it's a problem, okay? You are not considered their real life, okay? Either they're homeless, which I doubt, or they live in some type of condition that they can't bring someone home. And that condition means maybe perhaps there's a significant other that thinks that they're in a relationship and then that person doesn't think they're in a relationship and that's why they're gallivanting around. Or third, they know they're in a relationship but they're cheating and they're just being assholes. Or four, they live in a situation that's not conducive to like having people over, maybe they're embarrassed, but that's, that's the rarity, it's the rarity. So if you can't go to your person that you think you're dating's home, you're really not dating that person, okay? And 
I'm going to tell you this, you guys. If you're always at your house and not out and about in public, that's not your person either. C. Cruz, thank you so much for the super sticker. Absolutely appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, yeah, I just, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Now, you guys know me. I'm super private. So not every, never Tom, Dick, and Harry is popping up in my house because, you know, no. But if I'm in a relationship, then obviously come over, let's make dinner, let's hang out, all of that stuff. But what, what I personally don't do, and you guys can, you know, do you, I don't bring dates over to the house. Like, no. Because you know what happens? Friggin' the drive-bys where they, like, don't pop in. Don't say you were in the area. Don't text me you're in the area. Don't call me you're in the area. Definitely don't, like, knock on my door, buzz me, ring me you know, call bell me, whatever the whistle for me, you know, climb, like, nah, I, I, I don't do pop-ups. If you weren't invited, you are not welcome. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. But keep in mind when someone won't let you come to the house, there's a reason. All right, moving on to... <laughs> How about peeping in your window? Is that cool? Nah, that's not cool because that means you you got you got like past the securities and I'm not feeling that either. No pop-ups are allowed. And you shouldn't want to pop up at someone's house. You should never just be in the area. Like, why are you in the area? It always it's so weird to me when people say, Oh, I was just in the area. I thought I'd stop by. Why are you in the area? What are you close to? What were you doing in my area? What are you doing? And you're not in the area if you're 30 minutes away. That's another thing. Like, oh, I'm just down the street. Oh, yeah, where? Oh, such and such. That's like 30 minutes away. That's not in the area. No. No pop-ups. But make sure that you, at some point, get to go to that person's house that you're dating at some point. If that's your person, your partner, then y'all should be able to be, like, intermingled. What I'm talking about is dating. Okay. In dating, no pop-ups. All right, moving on to Panama. So Panama, we have Mark and Key. Now, this is the only couple that I can see perhaps maybe there might be potential, right? Because they met each other 10 years ago. They went their separate ways. Then, you know, during the pandemic, we all had extra time. We all probably made some calls that we shouldn't have, probably... Uh, did a little FaceTimes that we shouldn't have, probably called some exes or text some exes that we shouldn't have because we all had time and we were all kind of um, bored, right? And maybe a little bit lonely, especially if you're single. Now, it's a different thing if you quarantine with your partner and you guys were together every day, all day. I'm talking about as singles. As singles, like, you know, you the pandemic made you restless because you were in the house all the time, right? So I get it. So she's nervous to see him. Uh, she sent him a message during the pandemic and they started talking uh, more and more. And she said that they had more conversation in the month that they talked since she texted um, than the whole time that they were together when they dated. Now when they dated, which is another thing that I wanna talk about, when they dated, Mark, or yeah, Mark says that it was all like purely physical. Yeah, Mark, because you didn't speak the same language. You didn't speak a lick of Spanish and she didn't speak English. So 
it was the greatest relationship of your life? Yeah, because y'all couldn't fight. You guys couldn't even communicate. You guys could just, that's it. That's gonna be fantastic. And she was on vacay. Like you guys, let's not confuse great vacation sex and great vacation relationships with real relationships. Can we not do that? Okay, everything is great when you're on vacation. Everything is. And it's even better when it's like the love language. You're just speaking love because you guys can't communicate. Like, ugh, sounds ridiculous. Okay, so um, she's nervous, he's nervous. Uh, he just landed in Boca del Toro and he talks about how they had a special love 10 years ago. He's never felt that before and he hasn't felt it after ever since. And you already know how I feel about this. Like that was 10 years ago. He was 29 and she was 26, 10 years ago. And they didn't speak the language, but you know what they did speak? They, they spoke, Hey, we're in the prime of our sexual being. So everything's going to be fantastic. And we're in this like beautiful island, Panama. But I'm, I'm remaining <laughs> neutral with this. So he's there for 10 days. But the 10 days is just like the stepping stone for him. He wants to build a future with her. He feels like she's the one, even though they haven't seen each other in 10 years. And she used to be an addict and he used to, to like live there and now he doesn't like, I, really, she's the one like you, you lived a whole 10 years without her. And guys, side note, this is going to be more for news and gossip on Friday, but uh, there's a whole Reddit post and you guys can read it for yourself he's had a girlfriend that this whole, like the 10 years that they were apart, he had a whole girlfriend and this whole girlfriend thought that they were going to get married and start a family together. And then all of a sudden key pops up and he breaks up with, with this girlfriend to pursue key. So in his mind, he really believes that key is the one because he broke up a whole eight, nine, 10 year relationship. And the girl's heartbroken and she found out through watching TV that he was going to be on this show. And she's like freaking out. She wants to do like her whole YouTube series. And then people told her, oh, you know, the 90 day fiance fanhood, they're crazy. They'll come for you. Don't do it. And so she's not going to do it according to her post until after the season has ended, but she's really heard about it. She really thought that that was her person. And can you imagine you guys, can you imagine? I mean, relationships break up all the time, I get it. But can you imagine that you're in this relationship, right? So I'm in this relationship with Tom and I've been with Tom for like nine years and I think that we're getting married. We're gonna start a family, the whole nine yards. And then Tom breaks up with me out of the blue out of my life. And then I find out that Tom is gonna be on friggin' Love in Paradise with his old girlfriend that he met just before me and that was with me. Like, oh no, I feel for her. I feel for you, girly, like I feel for you. I get it. Your feelings are hurt. You're like blown away. And then not only that, it's on national, international TV for everyone to see. Like, I get it. And I, 
you know, my first thought, because I'm a journalist, you guys, I was like, and I told my, my day ones, I was like, oh my God, I should reach out to her and interview her. I think she's doing the right thing. I think she should wait. And like Crystal says, so she'll be on the tell-all. Yes, wait to the end, then, you know, tell us your side of the story. But poor girl, poor girl, sending her all the positive vibes. Okay, back to Mark and Key. So um, he lands, he wants her to move to America with him. He gets there, they get a big kiss, big hug, all this stuff. And then I think I hear him say that he didn't shower. And then, so, you know, you guys, I get distracted. Then I was like, well, why didn't, in my mind, I'm like, why didn't he shower? You're already gonna be nasty. And then you're on this long flight. So you're gonna feel extra nasty. Like what, why didn't you shower? Why? You knew you're flying and then so you, so everyone that sat around you, that's why I see you guys, even though, and I, I'm, I'm not making this um, a vaccine thing, not vaccine thing. I don't care what y'all do do what you think is best for you. But I'm still wearing my mask, vaccine or no vaccine, because what this pandemic has shown me is some of y'all are nasty, like just nasty. How are y'all gonna be sitting so up in the plane? You know how planes are and you haven't even showered. So I have to be exposed to your nastiness too. <sighs> Anyways, he didn't shower, so he feels ick. He wants to like shower. You didn't shower, Mark? They get to the house. We find out that she's a little bit of a clean freak. Order is important to her. Um, and we also find out that she's not really sure how she feels about him. She wants to just enjoy the moment. Now, what we know about Key is that she's not really a monogamous person. Her life goal is not to be in a long-term relationship. She likes going with the flow and she likes many people and she's dating many people and Mark is just one of them. She's kind of reuniting with an old flame and she just wants to be in the moment and have a good time with him, that's it. She's not expecting more, but she knows that Mark is expecting more, but she's not there yet, right? So they're enjoying the moment. Uh, they go hop in the shower and have more good times. It's the next day, they go skateboarding. They're both feeling really happy. She's saying her home is his home and he's like feeling kind of way about it, right? Because now she lives there and he used to live there. So when he used to live there, she was the tourist. And now that she lives there, he's the tourist. So he feels kind of weird about that, but he's just kind of going with it. They go to like a, a patio to have some drinks and margaritas. And he tells her the corniest joke, you guys, the corniest joke that even I was like, oh my God, that is the, okay, I'll tell the joke. All right, you guys, what is a pirate's favorite letter? And then, of course, you're supposed to say R, right? And then he says, no, it's C, because you're on the C. And she's looking at him like, what? Now, I'm only laughing because I'm laughing at myself, because I would say, this thing, like, what? That's not even funny. But she didn't get it. And I think it was more of a language thing than her thinking it wasn't funny. Um, but then he said something funny. He said, he said, oh, she didn't get my dad joke. And I was like, "Are you, is he a dad too? So is that poor girl that spent nine, 10 years of her life a baby mama? I, I, I'm I, gonna find out you guys. I need to know, because it's all in the details. 
Because don't tell me that Mark not only just like bounced on his long-term relationship, but he bounced on his long-term relationship that's also his baby mama so that she's going to have to stay in his life forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, no. Oh, no, Mark. Please tell me that that's not you. Please tell me that that's not you. Um, I'm going to find out, you guys, and I will tell you a news and gossip because it makes me look at this whole situation differently. Um, Juliet says, wasn't Key also the one that thought the only good thing about the U.S. is American peanut butter? Yes. She's not trying to come to America. She, her words is America is not that great. She's never had an inkling to come to America. She only thinks that the peanut butter is good and that's it. That's all. Right. So to find out that this fool was in a relationship the whole time and perhaps and I don't know this, I'm only going off of the dad joke comment, but are you calling yourself a dad? That means you have a kid with that woman that I just told you guys about, which means that you left her and your kid, and now you're trying to bring your ex woman? Like, nah, I need to come to the bottom of this. Um, So he's kind of happier because he says in his word, now things are better because they can have a conversation because she speaks English. Now here's my question to you all. And I know there's a lot of uh, Americans watching and some of you guys are my favorite people, but I need to know because this is consistent from what I'm seeing with a lot of the international couples. Why do Americans not want to learn the other person's language? Why is it in why is it the responsibility of the immigrant to learn English? Why? Why? Why do y'all not take an effort? And I'm not saying all of you. I'm saying the ones that are representing you on TV. They decide, the only person, the only one American in all of this 90-day franchise that had taken an effort to learn the language is Tim. Tim and my Lisa Tim. To learn everyone else is like, mm, you speak English. You speak English. I need to know why. Same thing with, with Mark. She's taking the years to learn English. He feels that that's making the relationship better. Yeah, it is because you guys can communicate. She wants you to now to try to learn her language and you don't want to. You need your drink immediately, if not sooner. And oh, you just got there. Oh, 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 oh. Dude, you used to live in Panama. How did you not pick up the language? Why? Why, why, why? Everywhere in the world has like two, at least two languages. I'm just trying to figure out why, why, why would, well, it's selfish. It's selfish for you all to think that everyone needs to learn English. It's selfish. And it's selfish of Tim to be like, no, I don't want to learn Spanish, but you expect Key to learn English. It's bizarre. Christine says Americans are selfish. And Stevie, oops, I missed Stevie's. Stevie says, Americans are ignorant compared to people from other countries who know three or four more languages. Uh, Vanessa says, Chantel was learning Spanish when she met Pedro too, right? Well, she said she was learning Spanish. Vanessa, I have yet to hear her speak a lick of Spanish. And uh, I did an interview with her last year when the family Chantel was coming out. And we talked a little bit about the Spanish stuff. And like, I don't know, maybe she's fluent now, but I've yet to hear her speak it. But you know what? I'll give her that. She wanted to learn. So that is something. <laughs> Chandra says, same reason that Angela screams that she's an American. Anyways, I'm just curious. And it's no hate. I'm just very curious. I think that, you know, 
knowing more than one language can only be beneficial, really. And language is fun if you think about it, and especially if it's like the language of love. Anyhow, uh, they're having an awkward moment. She wants to talk a little bit about how she's a different person than when she was 26 because she was an addict and she was addicted to ketamine back then. And she's come a long way and she wants to be able to talk about it. And she wants to be able to talk about it with her man because she wants to be able to feel vulnerable and safe and open. And you guys always know, and I'm not gonna tell you my four things that are important, but you have to be able to communicate and you have to be able to feel vulnerable and open with your partner. That's your life partner that you're sharing your life and the journey with. So yeah, I get that, hey, you know what? I want us to be able to speak. I want us to be able to communicate. So if language is going to be a barrier over the long term, that's going to be a problem. Oh my God, I cannot. Can Raydella, go ahead and handle Master Blackjack in the in the, <laughs> the live chat. Thank you. Um, so she tells him that she's kind of has a wall up and so be it. She has a wall up. She doesn't know this dude. She hasn't seen him in 10 years. He could be a totally different person. So have a wall up. And for him to say like he's not even trying to make an effort to learn her language, you know, that's a red flag for her, my friend. So just saying. Moving on to Amber and Daniel in Costa Rica. Okay, Amber, before I even get into this, Amber, run. Run, Amber, run. This couple right here, our fourth couple and final couple is ridiculous. Daniel's 23, she's 30. Daniel doesn't want to, Daniel's 23 and he doesn't want to work. Daniel wants Amber to be like his mom and pay for everything. Daniel doesn't want to work. And not only does Daniel not want to work, he feels like he's found his meal ticket for his entire family. It's mind blowing to me. Anyways, I'll, I'll go, I'll go with it. I'll go with it, okay? So it's travel day, she's going to Costa Rica. Now, don't forget you guys that they're engaged. Okay, so my advice, the four questions that you should absolutely have before you get in a committed relationship with someone, they didn't have that conversation, they didn't. And this, this story right here is red flags all over the place. When I'm talking about all over the place, I'm talking Amber, Stop playing. Travel day, she's going to Costa Rica. Hasn't seen Daniel in 11 months because of COVID, right? Travel restrictions. She feels like this trip is gonna be different because this trip is not just gonna be her partying, having sex and having a good time spending all her money. She's got responsibilities now, right? They've got paperwork to do. They've got the K-1 visa process to go through. And she also needs to save some money and pay some bills because she's the only one working supporting both her and Daniel, because Daniel doesn't work. Daniel doesn't work. Daniel is 23 and capable of working because he lives in a resort town in Costa Rica, but Daniel doesn't work. But Amber works and Amber pays his bills. And don't forget last phone call, his, fo his phone was broken. So he wanted her to bring a new phone to him, okay? So this trip, she says, it's gonna be a test whether he's a vacay fling or if they're gonna make it in the real world. Amber, 
Linda Entry says that you are not going to make it in the real world with Daniel. Daniel is not your long-term dude. Daniel was your vacay bay, and you should have left Daniel in Costa Rica, period. But she's going to go. She's excited to see him. Daniel says he's excited to see her. Yeah, you are. Your sugar mama's coming to town. You're super excited. Let you just get your act together and let you just throw throw a few crumbs her way, love her up, and like, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound totally crude, but I need to say it because it's important in this moment, and dick her down so that she is going to listen to whatever you're about to say because what about what you're about to say is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. So... Um, he says he's excited to see Amber, but he's more excited that he's got the opportunity to go to America because he hears there's a lot of opportunity in America. America is a land of opportunity. Okay. So he left Venezuela to go to Costa Rica to have opportunity and he loves Costa Rica and there's opportunity in Costa Rica, but he's not taking advantage of Costa Rica because he doesn't want to work. So then he met this American on vacation who seemed to have a lot of money, right? Because she did say this trip is different because she has bills to pay. But before she used to go and just spend her money and party. And guess what? She would spend her money and party on Daniel. So one of the things that is true, you guys, people think all Americans are rich. People think people abroad always think that America has a ton of money and everyone's rich there and lives in mansions and have easy lives. And when they go on vacation because they're on vacation, they do spend more money because they're on vacation, but that's what, that's all that, that other, some other countries think. And so Daniel is jumping in on that bandwagon. He's like, oh, what? Let me, let me score with this girl right here. This one that's paying for everything. Yeah, I'm going to America. I'm gonna live my best life. So, um, He's excited to go to America and he's ready to leave um, Costa Rica for love, he says, quote unquote. They're going to be reunited. But, okay, you guys, these are his words. It's important to show Amber that he still loves her because it's been 11 months. Yeah, it's only important to show your fiance that you still love her if you have an agenda, right? So she can't get all mad and, and you know, see the real you, you want to make sure that she's in love with you so that she's going to put up with your nonsense so that you can still come to America and have your, your main goal of getting your green card. So it's important for the show, Amber, he still loves her. So what does he do? He does this romantic beach wine day. So they're on the beach. He's chilled like wine glasses and brought wine. He says, let me serve you, which was like to me because like it just didn't seem genuine. Then he had flowers that he looked like he probably picked from someone else's garden down the street. Cause you know, he doesn't work. So he tells all of us that he hasn't been telling her the truth about something, but he doesn't want to ruin their first night. Um, but he knows that she's going to be pissed when he tells her. Well, you don't want to ruin the first night because like I said, you want to like make sure that you lay it out for her and you lay it down for her. So she's all, you know, it's been 11 months. She says, excuse me, she hasn't had sex in 12 months, right? So 
you want to do that first. Make sure she's in the right mindset to listen to the nonsense that you're about to spew out of your mouth. They wake up in the morning. She feels amazing. They had a great night. They had a great morning. He makes uh, some sandwiches for them to eat. And you guys, I, I think at this point, everyone's doing this on purpose because I have a problem with it. And I know that I keep talking about it because I still have a problem with it. This whole paper plate thing, when, you, when you're not on a picnic, you're not at a barbecue, it's not a party, it's your day-to-day -day life, I just don't understand it. And not one of you, not one of you have been able to explain it to me. And I get like, oh, it's no dishes and all of this. Oh. Listen, you're at home. You make a great meal. You want to, you want, I, I just, I don't get it. And I, I will say this, and it maybe it might make me seem like, should I say it? I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I need proper cutlery and I need a real plate to eat on, especially if I've made an amazing dinner. I'm not putting my amazing dinner on a paper plate. And I don't understand why this has become a thing. I clearly missed the memo. So are you guys doing paper plates and red cups every single day? And no one's using plates and cutlery anymore? Oh, this this comment does not want to go away. <laughs> I, I'm just curious, what, what is happening? Why are we doing this? Why? Raydella says, I can enjoy my meal just as easy on any kind of dish. Okay, Raydella, it must just be me. It must just be me thinking that it's weird. And Crystal, it must be. Crystal says, I agree with Raydella. It is clearly my personal problem. I don't like it. Anyways, they're eating off their paper plates. Christine says, glass is preferable. And hey, Esfere, it's not just you. Thank you. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Listen, y'all, I'm not. Okay, don't get me started. Angelica says, I feel you, Linda. Thank you. Okay, so there's two, there's two camps on this. Some people think it's not a big deal. Some of us think it's a big deal. You can weigh in in the comments below, even in the live chat where you stand on this. I, you already know where I stand. I think it's weird. And I'm going to keep talking about it until it makes sense to me. Anyhow, during their sandwich conversation on paper plates, um, we find out that she says that she would never live in Costa Rica as an American because A, she doesn't know the language, B, she needs air conditioning, and C, there are too many bugs. Bitch, you're from Florida, Seminole, Florida. I don't see Amanda in the live chat, but I've been to Florida many a times, okay? It's hot, I get you have AC, so I mean, get an air conditioning unit. What does that have to do with Costa Rica? You don't know the language well. We've already talked about how I feel, how some Americans that have been representing y'all, maybe you should learn the language. And bugs, okay? Don't don't get me started on the bugs that are like this big in Florida, okay? In the swamp lands that are like this big. You haven't seen bugs in Florida? Amber, no bugs in Florida. calling it plate gate. We're shooting 50-50 on plate gate. Yes, we are. We are. We're 50-50. We might have to fight about it. Anyhow, Amber doesn't want to live in Costa Rica, so Dan's going to have to get it together at some point. 
gonna have to get it together. And here's why. Yes, they're called wolf spiders. Thank you, wolf spiders. Seriously, they're they're humongous. Okay, you know what, you guys? We can take all the time and talk about Plategate all day. We can talk about it all day. And I'll say this, and again, it's probably just me. And I probably need to look at why I feel this way, but I already know. I already know why I think it's bizarre. I, I think that if I, I love to cook, if I'm gonna make a beautiful meal and really a beautiful meal, I'm not about to put it in a paper plate and then sit at my dining table on a paper plate when I just had a beautiful meal. And then if I want a glass of wine, does that go in a red cup or am I allowed to use glassware? So if I'm using glassware in a wine glass, then why am I in my own, like, what? What? Um, I, I'm tripping on trying to tell you guys this because I think that you guys are gonna think of me differently if I tell you, but I just don't, but I think it will explain a lot, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on it still before I tell you. Let's just continue talking about Daniel. So they're having sandwiches and she asked Daniel, you know, did your boss give you a couple of days off? Cause he knows that, that I'm in town. And he's like, oh, well I have lots of days off because I quit my job. He quit his job. I don't even believe he had a job, okay? But he quit his job because he said that he needs time to do the paperwork for the visa and that his job wasn't giving him enough time to do that. What? What? So you don't work now? How are you paying your rent? And it's what she said too. Well, you, you're gonna need a job because you need a job to pay for this paperwork and to pay your rent. And he's like, well, I need a week to go and do all this K-1 paperwork. Well, you said you were gonna do it last week. And since you haven't been working, why didn't you do it? Oh, because Amber's paying your, all your bills and your rent, is that why? That's why. She's mad. Totally pissed. She gets up. She's lost her appetite. Um, <laughs> and he hasn't done anything yet. And he's not going to do anything. Amber's going to do it all because we already know that. And Amber's going to pay for it all. And from the preview that I saw, when he said not only is he coming to America, but he's bringing his brother and his mama too. Oh, Amber, just stop it. Get, just cut your losses now. His his little dingling cannot be that great. Okay. He might be young and like it's been a while, so it seems like it's amazing. But I'm gonna tell you, just go to go to Miami. I know you're in Seminole. Go to Miami. You're gonna get that same heat. You're gonna get that same heat. And those dudes are already in America, so you won't have that problem. And guess what? They probably have jobs. So you don't have to sponsor them. This is what is happening right now. That's what happened on this episode. I had some real feelings about it, clearly. Um, but it was great. And I, I love that it's new people. I love that it's new nonsense. I can talk about it all day. All day. All day. Um, so, yeah, that was the episode. Uh, we're going to do Happily Ever After at 8 p.m. So in about 30 minutes, looks like. 
And I'm just going to say this. I'm so sick of the yelling. I'm so sick of the yelling. I'm so sick of it. And like Natalie and Mike. Anyways, you guys, it's been a great show. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you for the super chat. And I'll see you guys in 30 minutes. See you. See you later. Bye, guys. <laughs>